Welcome to the Marketing Millennials, the No BS Marketing Podcast. I'm Daniel Murray, and join me for unfiltered conversations with the brains behind marketing's coolest companies. The one request I tell our guests, stories or it didn't happen. Get ready to turn the f*** up. What's up, everybody? I have seven rapid-fire questions for Corey today. Corey, I'm going to knock out seven questions, come up with the best answer you have for them, um, and I'm excited to ask you these questions. Uh, yeah, let's do it. The first question I have is, what's the best marketing advice you've ever received? The best marketing advice is probably from Seth Godin, who I think said that marketing is not about the the funnels and the tactics and the the actual things that you do, but it's about the stories that you tell, the way you make people feel, and the connections that you make with people. It's about inspiring change in his own words. And that really, I think, fundamentally set me up for understanding like kind of the, the whole, like what is the point of marketing is to help people transform into the people that they want to be or help transform their business into the business they want it to be. And do that through a lot of storytelling, a lot of copywriting, a lot of convincing, a lot of educating, a lot of entertaining. But for me, you know, basically I got it all from This Is Marketing from Seth Godin. Sweet. Number two is what are three tips you would tell yourself if you were starting your career today? Three tips would be less is more, focus more, which is ironic because we just talked about how many different projects I have my hands on. But like within each one of those projects, do less and focus on what has the most efficiency and scale and best use of time and attracting the most types of people. Before I was kind of like a, I just want to do everything and experiment just for fun. But now I'm a lot more ruthless with the things I actually want to tackle. So one was less is more. Number two is get better sleep because then you think better and you're more creative and you're just more happier at your job. <laughs> you're not, not so miserable or feeling like you have to take a nap at one o'clock every day. And number three is keep a swipe file. I wish I had started doing that a lot earlier. Um, once I did, I felt like, geez, man, this is a cheat code. Like I just get to kind of learn from and, and remix and repurpose what other people have done. You know, it saves literally hours off of every project that I take on. It's a huge source of kind of inspiration and creativity for myself and anything that I work on. But also you can just reverse engineer and learn from people without having to talk to them or directly see how it converts. Like you can just start to connect the dots, see the patterns as you curate yourself and, and you kind of collect for your own spy file. Number three, what is a marketing tactic you're bullish on right now? I think we're going to see a lot more B2B video marketers and video, B2B video marketing, not just in the sense of like TikTok short form reels and things like that, but like, YouTube and creating your own channel off of YouTube, educational tutorials. I think Webflow has really been the pioneer of this and a lot of their product documentation, but it's so good that it feels like taking a course. Like the production value is so high. The scripting is amazing. The videos are tight. They're educational. They're funny. Uh, they're entertaining in a lot of ways, but also like you know, YouTube is, what is it? People call it like the, the second biggest search engine in the world. It's got a lot of the really cool factors of SEO. Of You know, you have like a search engine that's discoverable. You can get free recurring traffic. But then also a lot of the benefits of being shareable 
and having the potential to go viral and you can get recommended by other channels and other places. So you have like YouTube is an amazing, amazing platform. And I still feel like it's very underutilized for, uh, for B2B types of companies and products, but especially B2B SaaS in particular. Number four question. What is something most companies are doing wrong today when it comes to marketing? Most companies, I would say, have suboptimal copywriting and positioning. It's a lot of jargon. It's a lot of fluffy things that sound nice but don't really mean very much and are not converting well whatsoever. It's really hard. I don't blame them. I'm not just like cracking on them. But I think that having clear, well-understood value propositions that aren't just about features, also aren't just about benefits, but are really about outcomes and transformations and that clearly describe and illustrate why someone should choose your product over an alternative is a dime a dozen. Like hardly anyone is doing this right. And it's really hard to do right. Again, I'm not cracking anyone for that, but I just, especially like, I don't know what it is, but it feels like the higher your ACV, the worse your copywriting gets for whatever reason. And just like you get more and more jargon and you get more and more loose, fluffy language that you use and everything. So especially those companies, you know, like the more funding you raise, the bigger you get, the more corporate you get, and just like the worse your landing page gets. So I think that like copywriting, messaging, positioning, yeah, incredibly hard, but still a long ways to go for a lot of startups. What's a new marketing tactic you've recently tried and what did you learn from it? I'm going to go back to the programmatic content in SEO. Like and just in the last few months, this has been the first time I've actually been a part of experimenting with it myself. And uh, it was really cool kind of getting into the weeds of like technical SEO and page structure and page load speed and sitemaps and breadcrumbs, internal links, like just how to programmatically create the content based off of the templates, based off of the curation, based off of the database. That was one, like just a huge learning experience for myself. But two, I started seeing the benefits immediately where it was like, oh, wow, I just created 200 pages, pieces of content in a month and now we have like a really scalable system for adding another 2000 like this is amazing <laughs> you know like i don't have to write content i can just create it off of using my own tool that's amazing for us in particular with swipe well but uh i think we're, there's a lot more use cases that are still undiscovered for programmatic content and seo but just for me personally it's been really fun and that's definitely the big one awesome number six Tell me about a time when you were involved with a marketing campaign that failed and what did you do? Well, I'll tell you about something really recently uh, for SavvyCal. We were working on a new pricing model because we were just rolling out meeting polls, which is like a Doodle alternative and competitor. So now we're not only going up against Calendly, but also Doodle, the two biggest incumbents in the space of scheduling tools. Um, that means we wanted to make the meeting polls feature free. And so we had to kind of change the pricing model to go from like just having a free trial to more like a freemium model. And uh, the first iteration that we had, we kind of went after basically like a Slack-esque freemium model where you can use the tool completely for free and in entirety across usage and features. We didn't really get anything until you reached a certain threshold in usage or like, you know, kind of when we hit that, that value metric. And what we found is that it just completely tanked the conversion rate from sign up to paid. So after like a month, we scrapped it, went back to a free trial model, essentially, 
which has more constraints, isn't as, I would say, like user-friendly. We had to gate certain parts of the product because it just doesn't make sense to use it from a free trial. And the conversion rate went back up for whatever reason. So again, one of those things where like, we can talk and strategize all day long about what we think works or doesn't work. But at the end of the day, you just have to test it. And that was something that definitely did not work and uh, set us back about a month. But it's fine because we learned. Yeah, it's just funny. I just add on to that. It's just funny when people just say, I swear this tactic's going to work for your business. And then you try it and totally flops, even though everybody says go freemium, not yeah. free trial. Yeah. yeah. Last question is what's one piece of media you've consumed, a book, podcast, a course that most impacted you as a marketer? Early on, I took two courses that were really, really impactful for me. One was, I think it's called something else now, but it was called uh, Customers from Content by the team over at Grow and Convert, Benji Hyam and, and uh, Davish. And uh, that was really, really good to basically be like, what's a growth marketing approach to content marketing and just content in general? And that was amazing for me, just learning like, how do you incorporate customer research in your content program? And what does scalable content look like when you are incorporating SEO and social media and distribution and like a more editorial strategy as well. And then number two was, again, I think it's changed the name, but it was called uh, Millionaire Marketers. I think it's now called like GrowthX or something like that by Ryan Culp. And he basically just kind of talked about all the marketing he was doing for FOMO and went through his funnels, showed metrics, just showed like what marketing looked like for a successful funnel for a SaaS company. That was also really instrumental just to see like, all right, this is what Google ads looks like when it's working. This is what SEO looks like when it's working. This is what case studies look like when it's working. So both of those were really great. Always very grateful for those two. Well, those are the last of my fireside questions, but you crushed them. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you as always. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week to hear more great insights from marketing's coolest operators. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Marketing Millennials podcast and giving it a five-star rating. It helps bring more marketers into our community.